How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Suncast. Got a really great interview for y'all today. It is the head coach of the Weber Warrior flag football team, Coach Jeff Molesky, my great friend. Uh, Jeff, Jeff and I, we are the uh, broadcasters for Warrior Athletics. We uh, we're in the if y'all uh, if y'all watch Warrior basketball. Uh, volleyball. It's me and him usually on the calls. That's my guy. A great interview with him. About 35 minutes. We're going to talk about you know NAI flag football. Uh, what's it like to be a Weber Warrior and uh, Weber Warrior flag football? Uh, just real quick, uh, got some champions to crown. I just want to say congratulations to Southeastern men's basketball. My dog Riley Minix, uh, and uh, the whole crew. Coach Lee, Reggie, Sean, uh, Josh. On and on and on. Good. Congrats, guys. Uh, winning it, really proud, proud of y'all. Going to have a special guest on. Uh, we'll go ahead and say, I feel like a pretty, well, you know what? Not going to do that anymore. We'll just have to hold on. We do have a guy possibly coming on for Southeastern men's basketball. Uh, it's not Riley. We could have Riley back on, but we've had him, him on before. Want to get one of his teammates on, and we got something in the works there also uh, another champion to crown florida memorial women's basketball my man coach Stanback went there won it congrats coach uh leah dean ahmad was the player of the of the tournament averaging about 30 and 5 not a bad job at all we get to find out uh real soon uh actually when this comes out i guess today that's when we'll find out who they'll uh, be playing both of them uh opening rounds coming up here in the next uh couple weeks so i'll be uh some <laughs> Really, really good matchups in NAI basketball. Um, I'm going uh, to be straight up with you all. I'm going to keep keep the intro and the non-interview part of this short. Uh, y'all remember a couple weeks ago I was dealing with that uh, back injury. Uh, wasn't re- Hasn't really progressed too much over the last uh, couple weeks. Saw a specialist, got a couple bulging discs in my lower back. So, yeah, we're feeling real good. Uh, not uh, – not great, but hey, we'll be okay. We'll keep uh, doing everything that we normally do over here. Keep it rolling. Uh, but yeah, hey, congratula- congratulations to Southeastern's men ba- men's basketball. Congrats to Flomo women's basketball. And hey, good luck to all of the athletes. I know this weekend's a huge weekend for uh, swimming and diving in the Sun Conference, especially uh, for Kaiser down in West Palm Beach, and obviously the NAI Indoor Track Championships this weekend. So congrats. Uh, first off, to all student athletes getting there, we'll go represent our conference really well, and hey, go bring some red banners back to the Sunshine State. So, without further ado, here is myself and my good friend, head flag football coach for Weber International University, the coach Jeff Molesky. All right, welcome on a very special guest. Hey, and I say that a lot, but folks, I truly mean this is a really special guest and my good friend. Fellow broadcaster, fellow Weber Warrior, Bleeds Green, head football coach, coach for the flag football team here at Weber International University. Coach, the coach, Jeff Molesky. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me here. This is great. Hey, absolutely. Coach, we got a lot to get into. We're going to talk about just overall NAI uh, flag football, Sun Conference, everything. But let's all start, let's all go back where, where it started with flag football. And one of the original schools starting it with you, Weber International University with flag football can you just tell us about building the program not only building it but i mean having pretty good success in your first two years making it to the semifinals of the nai tournament yeah i mean i got a phone call about uh, three years ago from darren ritchie the athletic director here and he asked me if i was interested in uh coaching the first ever flag football team at weber and 
I said, yeah, definitely I'm interested. I come from a background of uh, Florida high school flag football where I was at Robinson High School. Robinson High School out of Tampa is one of the top programs in the state of Florida. Um, and I felt a no-brainer to, to go on to the next level and do this. Um, we started off in the NAIA. COVID kind of hit us hard to start with, and we started with like 15 teams, and that dwindled down to about 10 that first year. Um, we're back up to about 16 to 20 right now, and uh, the sky's the limit. I think it's just going to blow up here in the next probably two to five years. You hit the nail on the head right there at the end, Coach. I truly think that flag football, it's that next lacrosse. Next, mm -hmm. I mean, we'll say softball, because softball's really grown over the last decade or so as well. And But flag football is next up, especially with, with women's athletics starting to have a much better stronghold in American sports and international as well. But especially with flag football, I think that is that, you know, the softball to the baseball, uh, that, kind, that kind of analogy. And there are a lot more athletes starting to do it. As you said, you coached at Rollins High School? Robins, Robinson High Robinson School. Robinson High School. Uh, and can you talk a little bit about high school flag football and like how long ago was it where that started to gain popularity? Well, I would tell you that Florida has done it correctly. Florida has Florida has led the way with high school flag football. Uh, just recently, uh, beginning of February here, Florida High School Association uh, started their twenty-first year having women's flag football. Uh, I think the next closest state is Georgia, and they just finished their third season. So Florida has pretty much paved the way for women's high school flag football. And, uh, I mean, it's, there's over 4,000 athletes that play in the state of Florida. There's 300 and some high school programs that have it. Uh, so, yeah, F Florida kind of led the way and is still leading the way. We have uh, Nevada, Las Vegas area has flag football. Um, Georgia has picked it up. <clears throat> a couple in North Carolina have picked it up. A couple areas in North Carolina an area in New York City, uh, Staten Island area has picked it up in the high school level. And I think there are about two two or three other states that have gotten on board. And now we just need the rest of the country to get on board. We need Texas to get on board. We need California to get on board. We need everybody to get on board. So now that these girls have an opportunity for scholarships in college, we need to make this thing big and do it the right way. I agree with what you said there <laughs> with getting the other states involved because there are five, five states that in – High school football and, and your, your traditional uh, football. There are five <laughs> states that, I, in my opinion, and most people's, that kind of separate themselves. You got Georgia, Florida, Texas, Texas California, Ohio. Mm -hmm. That's probably the best northern mid, mid, Midwest state. And it's funny you mentioned that Georgia is that next one up because something I haven't told you. you know, I was I was somewhat of a flag football coach myself for a brief little bit. Yeah. Right. My, so my senior year, 2019. Maybe you can help me with extra points. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll talk. We, we can get a little <laughs> bit into that. Yeah. But it, my senior year in Georgia, we had just powder puff flag football, which right. is basically just the seniors will play the juniors and, and all that. And I was offensive coordinator. I don't know why they let the punter be the offensive coordinator, but uh, we ended up losing in the championship game to the juniors, and maybe that's why. But, <laughs> but yeah, I have a little bit of experience there. But as you said, Florida has led the way. It's been here for 21 years. Uh, so what, since uh, 2002, 2001 is about mm -hmm. when it started. Okay, so it makes sense that the Sun Conference, uh, we also have Thomas, but you look at the, the teams here in Florida, St. Thomas, Kaiser, Weber, Florida Memorial Warner, all top 10 NAIA programs. Can you just talk about how the Sun Conference has really taken over the sport? And maybe not taken over because it's a new sport, but led the way and how the Sun Conference has been an example for the rest of the country. Well, it, it, it all goes back to Florida. 
Um, it goes back to Florida High School. Um, we have when you talk about the whole conference in general, you talk about the NAIA. The top seven teams in the NAIA are Ottawa. Obviously, they're in Kansas. They've won the last two national championships, and then it's the six other teams in the Sun Conference. So, yeah, we we are top here, and it's the the good thing about the Sun Conference and the kids is that we can get we can go right next door to the high school next door and, and pick up kids and, and it's not very far for them to travel and they know the sport so it's not like we're going out and getting athletes that we have to reteach everything to it's it's kids that know the sport it's coaches that know the sport and it, it's just it, we're above the curve there on that because we already got kids that know what they're doing absolutely so why is it that that Ottawa, we have all the other teams that, that are right there, but Ottawa's won the first two uh, NAI flag football championships. Is it there's just not that many other schools out there, or is this just a, is there a plethora of talent in the Midwest that they're able to hold down? Why has Ottawa been able to kind of lead the way in NAI flag football here at this beginning? Well, Ottawa Ottawa did did the right thing. So Ottawa went out and got a big name coach. They got Liz Sowers. Liz Sowers is a national team coach. Her sister is Katie Sowers, who was coaching the San Francisco 49ers. She had her own commercial on TV. So they got that popularity. They got that that notice out there. And then what what Coach Sowers did at Ottawa, the first thing she did was she went out and she got a young lady by the name of Madison Carrera, her quarterback. And uh, Madison Carrera is from Tampa. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got, it's still going to run out of her own backyard. It's, something, it's funny because I, I was Madison was one of the people that I was going after right off the bat. And... Uh, she ends up signing with with uh, Ottawa like three days before I got the job here. So mm. I was trying to talk to her and say, hey, just wait a little bit. Let's see what we can do for you. And she went to Ottawa. And you know what? She's doing a great job out there. And she's, uh, she's one of the top playmakers in the country when it comes to flag football as a quarterback. Absolutely. So let's focus a little bit more on the Sun Conference. And okay. let's talk about some of the players in this conference. We'll get into your girls here, here in a minute. But let's talk about Kaiser Thomas, obviously two top five programs. Who are some trouble? Who are some uh, girls that well, quite frankly, keep you up at night? Well, there, there's a lot of them. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of them in, in all these teams. And you talk about Thomas. You you can't talk about Thomas without talking about uh, Brittany Delva and Janae Scott. Janae Scott's a soccer player up there as well. I remember her um, uh, a lot. I remember we, we talked about her on Suncast a good bit back in the fall. She's yeah. a really good soccer player. So Janae and, and Brittany Delver, and then they have Keanu Cole, who was the offensive player of the year last last year in the conference. And they have uh, they have plenty of other players that are athletes, role players. They got a brand new freshman quarterback, Alex Wilson, Alexa Wilson, um, and she's been doing she's been doing great. And they have they have a great coach, Chelsea Palmer. Is, uh, is a coach from Godby High School up in Tallahassee. And uh, she's been in the game a long time. She was a player when she was in high school. She came out of high school and, and went straight into coaching. And she's somebody that if I had a daughter, I'd send to play for her. Absolutely. Now, what about uh, down south with down the Seahawks? Down south, Seahawks. The Seahawks, Kaiser's Kaiser, right? Kaiser. It recruits they seem, itself. They, yes, exactly. So they have they – have Perhaps one of the best receivers in the country named Kennedy Foster. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember last year. I remember uh, her last game. La yeah, <laughs> right? So she, she beat us on the last play last game. Yep. But last year she had a, a Sports Center number one play of the that day. Was that was her. That catch oh, okay. Okay, in I the end zone. Yep. And, it, and it's funny. And, she, and 
so she's from Dwyer High School. She's I think she's from Dwyer, which is down south in that Palm Beach area, I think. And then they also have Jasmine Roden. Jasmine Roden is a quarterback from Alonzo High School in Tampa. Where I mean, I, I'm going to keep going back to Tampa because right. Tampa's a hotbed of flag football. But Jasmine, I watched Jasmine play, and the funny story about that is I used to coach Jasmine when she was six years old as a cheerleader. I know Jasmine's probably not going to like that if she hears this, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I remember Jasmine when she was little. But Jasmine is a, is a good player. They, uh, they got a transfer player named Marissa Rubino from Kansas Wesleyan, and uh, that girl is good. Uh, Chloe, Adriana Cavallotti, uh, Reagan Pellegrino, Adriana Rodriguez is their center, and I think she could be probably the best center in the country. Uh, so, and then they've, they've, they just mesh well together. They play really, really well. Um, we hate playing them. They hate playing <laughs> us, uh, as evidenced last week when we, we had a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good game with them. Uh, then, it was a fa fantastic game. Uh, for those that didn't tune in, uh, 20 to 18, I believe was the final score. It was back and forth all game, and then uh, we were up for majority of the fourth quarter and last play of the game. I remember I was up in the booth calling it coach, and <laughs> I just felt my entire stomach nod up. I wanted to throw up there at the end. You and me both, man. You and me both. We had the ball inside the inside the two yard line twice and couldn't punch it in, and that's that's my fault mostly. Uh, got to got to pick a play and got to make sure we execute better. So, um, absolutely. Yeah, and then I mean. We're, we're going to talk more about some some of my players, but I just want to hit on some of these other schools too. Uh, at St. Thomas, there's a bunch of athletes at St. Thomas, and I'm very impressed this year with Tiffany Walker and Maya Salas. Uh, those two girls have been playing their playing their tails off, um, and to Shumba Washington on the defense is a ball hawk that will go after the ball. Um, <clears throat> when you talk about Warner across the lake here. You can't can't talk about Warner without talking about Cynthia Holmes, who I believe is the overall best player. When you're talking best players in college flag football, you're talking Madison Carrera, you're talking Cynthia Holmes, you're talking Kennedy Foster, and I would be remiss if I didn't include my own Caleb Burrows in that yeah. conversation too. But over at Warner, they got Madison Tingen at quarterback. She can sling that ball. She's she's something special. Uh, new uh, new freshmen, two new freshmen over there, one of them from Panama, Anna Pat Vincenzi and Amiri Logan. Those two girls put it all out on the on the field when they're out there, and they're going to give us some trouble this weekend when we play them. Uh, when we talk about um, even Florida Memorial, Florida Memorial <clears throat> has gotten way better than they have. They, they're, they're putting athletes on the field too, you know, an HBCU mm -hmm. uh, university down there. They've got some athletes. Uh, Lanisha Howell can throw the ball a mile, um, and Haley Stanton, a transfer from Midland, <clears throat> is their quarterback. Also, she she's she's doing well for Jonathan Alvarez down there. And then I'm gonna mess this girl's name up. Her last <laughs> name is Santos. She wears number 19. She is a stud when it comes to playing flag football, and uh, she's she's doing great. Uh, but yeah, our our Sun Conference is loaded with talent, loaded with with athletic individuals that just love the game of flag football. Well, it certainly sounds like it, but coach, let, let's talk about the girls in the bab. <laughs> let's talk about some of these players. I mean, obviously Sam Wilson coming off an incredible performance. Kayla Burroughs, you alluded to earlier what about them and just some of these other girls for you this year. Man, I could talk about my kids forever. I'll tell you that. Well, um, go ahead. I told you before we recorded, we're good. You go ahead, man. Go ahead and cook, coach. When I first got here, the first girl I went after, I was already on campus. Her name was Regine Gardner. 
And those of you that are familiar with Weber, everything, you know Regine. Regine was a volleyball player. Uh, she was a basketball player. And then uh, she, was, she was one of the top flag football players in the country. Uh, with Regine, I remember a young lady that I played against when we were in high school, and she was at Dillard High School. Her name was Kayla Burroughs. And I knew she was on the she was on the basketball team, so I I talked to her and got her to come out. And man, am I so happy I got Kayla Burroughs. <laughs> Kayla, Me too. Kayla is is no longer playing basketball. She's concentrating on flag football. And I mean, Kayla had four touchdowns in the last game, mm. and she's got six. She had six last week. We're we're hoping she's going to be the player of the week in the conference for offense, and uh, she's got a pretty good chance. But. Kayla's just that type of athlete. She was a point guard on the basketball court, so she sees the field great. She is one of the top linebackers, if not the t her and Brazier Robinson at the linebacker position. Are, I never have to worry about what's happening in the linebacker position on defense. So those two are two my two captains, along with uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson. <laughs> you, you, uh, you you said your your two linebackers, uh, Burrow and Robinson. When I was on the call for the first home game against Kaiser, that was the main thing that stood out to me was the linebacker play between those two. They shut down the middle of the field, and pretty much the only way Kaiser was able to get things going were long balls over the top or trying to get something right. quick they, outside. They beat us on the outside, yeah. I'm I'm so happy with the way they play linebacker. We play a little bit different. We play a cover two, so we have two linebackers. And so the linebacker position is probably the most important on the field when it comes to them, so it's, it's pretty good for me that I never have to worry about whether they're in a in a good position, although Kayla sometimes don't give gets, away any tips, gets, gets any. a little bit too aggressive sometimes and comes up, and we're working on that with her. But her athletic ability and her speed make up for it because, I mean, she can pick off any pass that comes across the middle. Um, How about Hayden Roop's pick six against? Uh, <laughs> I like she had <laughs> she had absolutely no business scoring on that on that. No, pick six. she did not. And uh, somehow she made. Uh, Two people miss, and then it was off to the races. And that girl, come, let's go to Hayden, right? Hayden was a soccer player that came mm -hmm. out last year. And uh, I remember playing soccer, and I did the broadcast for soccer, and I remember thinking, this girl's fast. And I said, I wonder if she can catch the ball. And she came out the first day and didn't drop one. And I go, mm, I just got a Christmas present. <laughs> and I remember getting an email from her mom um, saying, I can't believe you took a soccer kid that had no idea what a football looked like, and you've turned her into a football player. <laughs> and it, that that was funny. That made that made my day, right? So yeah. she's from Utah, and uh, her mom actually surprised her this last game and showed up to the St. Thomas game, oh, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I wish we would have got her a touchdown, but I mean. <laughs> They weren't covering Kayla, so we had to throw it to Kayla every time. It's a bold move, not not uh, covering Miss Burroughs. Yeah. Bold, bold strategy. I mean, strategy. I don't think that strategy is going to work more, more often than not. But uh, but yeah, Kayla. And then I mean, you always say there's two things you got to do in flag football. You got to catch the football. You got to pull flags. So uh, that's what we we concentrate on. And then if you have a a good quarterback that can throw the ball. And you have a good rusher. We'll talk about the rushers here in a minute because I got a couple good ones. Yes, you do. If you if you have a good quarterback and a good rusher, you can fill in spots. Well, I'm lucky that I have a good quarterback, I have a good rusher, and I have good people at the other spots as well. So, I mean, our my two slot receivers are Kayla and, and Bereja, and they've been a, a staple there for the last couple years. Hayden moved from the left side over to the right side um, as an outside receiver. And, uh, and then I put in uh, freshman phenom, Caitlin Sigmundi, at the left side. And Caitlin's been 
fantastic. I have Malia Domingo at running back, although I think I just found out some bad news about an injury for her, so we yeah. might be without her for a couple weeks. Uh, but I have another freshman and a couple other people that will step up, Emma Balaco. Um, my two my two um, rushers are Jada Dillard and Jasmine Henry. Jasmine Henry is a basketball player. Speed demon. And I'm not sure that there's anybody in the country, let alone the conference, that's faster than her. I, you, I completely agree with that. For, so for the one game that I was on the broadcast for this year, the Kaiser-Weber game, there is no doubt she was the fastest person on the field, at least when Weber was on defense. Yeah, she's, she's good. I mean, then um, – I mean, you play the best seven players on both sides of the ball, so a lot of them play both ways. Uh, we do have 21 kids on the team. Um, I'm very happy with our starting seven on both sides of the ball. I put them up against anybody, obviously. And uh, we're going to see how things go because I'm, I'm excited. We have a good team, too. Like it's, there's, there's certain players that might come through your program, and it happens all the time, all levels, that mm. are not necessarily great teammates. Right. And and I would rather have a million people that are great teammates that aren't the phenomenal athlete because in this game, scheme scheme plays out right. So right. I'll take I'll take a million people that are like Caitlin Sigmundi and Emma Velaco who are great teammates. Gabby Franzosi who is a great kid. Sammy Gonzalez, uh, Zoe Mello. I mean I could go on forever because I can go top to bottom of my twenty my twenty one. Nadia Arroyo is another one who I can go top to bottom on my 21 kids and be like they're a good teammate and that's that's exactly it makes my job easy there's no there's no headaches there's no stress um and makes it makes it easy sounds like you you want uh, a, a team before me overall mentality and uh, that kind of your motto what what is the team if y'all have a team motto for weber flag football or just the overall mindset that y'all play and practice with um so we talked about this a couple years ago, and I have it on the shirt that I'm wearing right now, and it says, I choose us. Uh, and basically, it's it's just saying, why not us? If it's going to be somebody, I'm going to choose us over everybody else. And I'm not going to worry about my stats. I'm going to worry about how are we doing. You know, it's, it's, that, it's that we before me. You said it before. Um, we, we always end every practice with uh, – Warriors on three, family on six, and that's the way we treat it. We're like a big family out there. Absolutely. I love hearing that, Coach. You've had a little bit of uh, help out there this year. Uh, uh, new strength coach uh, for y'all, uh, Coach Craig, Rocky O'Rourke, a uh, you know, great friend of mine. He's been out there helping some. How have uh, you know, some of those guys coming out and helping a little bit uh, help, helped you and helped your team? You know, it's, that's, a, that's a great question. You need help out there. I have Gloria Choquette who's been my assistant for the last couple of years. Uh, unfortunately, she has started, Poe County just got it at the high school level. So she is the head coach over at Auburndale High School. Oh, good for her. So she's doing a lot of stuff over there. So we don't see her as much as we, we normally did before. So I basically said, you know what? I need some help. I need some people to help me because it doing it by yourself, trying to read the defense, what they're trying to give you, plus make sure you get the right play call in and then I'm looking one way and then I might not see something else. So I talked with Rocky, who's, uh, whose girlfriend's Malia Domingo. And I said, I, let me get Rocky out here. If he has time, come on out. All I need him to do is watch defenses for me. Tell me what's going on. Coach uh, Craig Hassan has done the same thing for me, uh, or Hassan Craig. He's done the same thing. And basically just say, hey, coach, this is what's happening. Now, that being said, <clears throat> my quarterback – comes off the field and the first thing we do is we look down the play sheet and we talk about what's gonna happen, what's working, what's what's not working, what can we fix, 
and and, uh, and I'll ask her a question. You think this will work? Do you think this will work? And uh, she gives me her opinion, and I and you know for the most part I take it. There's a lot of times where she wants to run the quarterback keeper, and I'm like, eh, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of other girls that got a little, <laughs> little bit more uh, a little bit more speed. <laughs> yeah, but the, she's she's been great. And yeah. the good thing about Sam is last year she played like a freshman, mm. you know, and she was she was backing up Sierra Harris, who was an incredible player in her own right, and she was playing like a freshman. I think she had seven interceptions through the first two or three games. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but through the first three games this year, she has zero interceptions. She's got 600-some yards passing. She's got eight touchdowns and zero interceptions, which is if you can do that all year long, I'm happy. We're going to limit limit those turnovers, so that's good. Absolutely. Coach, uh, flag football, I mean, this is the baby steps. Of mm-hmm. We were just getting started with it at the NAI level. Where do you see – We'll say Weber flag football as well as NAI flag football. And we can start you know, with just five years, maybe ten. We'll start with five. Over this five years, where do you see it in the nation, and then where do you see your program? I, I think Weber's going to continue to remain one of the top programs, um, especially at the NAIA level. I believe that NAIA will get to somewhere between 25 to 35 teams next season which will make it a invitational sport at the NAI level. Uh, we're adding two teams in the Sun Conference next year. Um, Life University is going to come into the Sun Conference. Reinhardt, who has a team this year, will be part of the Sun Conference next year. Awesome. Some more, year, more teams we get to talk about on Sun. Yeah, the, the year after that, Ave Maria has said they're going to add it. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, the fire added as well. Mm-hmm. But once that happens and once it gets big like this and the – and we also need it at the high school level everywhere right. because I believe that probably within the next five years, the NCAA will pick it up as well. Absolutely. And I think if the NCAA is, is smart, which obviously they are, they're smart people there, they'll look at what the NAI do, has done and will continue to build on and well, grow on it. it's an inexpensive sport exactly. to operate. Yeah. Um, and it also helps with Title IX stuff too. For right. So, I mean, I, I think it's a it's a no-brainer eventually for the NCAA, but I think they're probably taking a, a wait-and-see approach to see how it how it works at the NAIA level before they they commit to anything of that big scale. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think it's I think the sky's the limit. It's only going to get bigger. Absolutely. Well, coach, you, you're a Weber guy, no, no doubt. Weber through and through. Uh, how long have you been uh, the broadcaster here? I've only been here for three years, man. Really? Yeah. That's it. I, but here's the thing with me is I'm, I'm a coach. Like just, that's my thing. I coach, I do that. That's, and I, I grew up playing sports. My, actually my senior year of high school, way back in the early nineties, I was a student assistant coach for uh, JV basketball. Um, I played soccer, I went to college. I wanted to play soccer in college didn't understand the whole red shirt thing and and then I became a cheerleader which which is crazy crazy route to go I was a track athlete I mean I, the cheerleading thing is what took off for me and I became a cheer coach I was a cheer coach for 20 years at the college and the high school level and when I go somewhere I'm 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 there I'm all in I was at Virginia Tech for a long time um, when I left Virginia Tech I I went to University of Tampa yeah. and I was a cheer coach at Spartans. UT I was doing a lot of uh, play-by-play stuff for them and, and broadcasting for them. And then, um, you know, I went to the high school level and uh, was coaching was coaching soccer, was coaching flag football, was coaching cheer. 
And then when this opportunity opened up, I said, time to get back at the college ranks. And, and you know what? I came in here the first day, first thing I did, I went to the, I went to the bookstore, bought my gear and man, I wear black and green and gray just about every day now. So what was your idea when you were coaching high school soccer and high school flag? Was it when a college job comes open for flag football? Was that something you knew you wanted to take or just it was just Weber came knocking and you answered the door? I, you know, it, I missed my coaching days when I was at Virginia Tech in Tampa coaching college because I just liked the college atmosphere. Mm. And it, I will say this and I mean no disrespect to the pros, but I, I believe that the college kids play for the name on the front, not the name on the back. And that's Absolutely. what I'm about. Yep. So, I mean, for me, college is a no-brainer. I'd rather watch college basketball than pro basketball. Um, eh, football is a little different. But, yeah, I, I enjoy the collegiate atmosphere. And that's try, what I'm trying to do with my kids and my athletes here is, you know what, embrace this. Embrace the college atmosphere. For example, if – they're supposed to have a lift in the weight room at 6.30 on a Tuesday night, but there's a volleyball game in the gym. They better bring their butts to the volleyball game. Right. I mean, that's what I want them. I want them to, to soak up this whole athletic environment. Now, it's it's a lot different than I had at Virginia Tech, well, obviously. Obviously, yeah. But it's still there. That, that atmosphere is still there. You're still a collegiate athlete. You're going to meet some of your best friends in your lifetime are going to be here that you're never going to forget. Some of them are going to are, are going to find their significant other here that they're going to spend the rest of their life with. And hopefully I'm a small part of that in their life that they remember that was good. Would you say that and just <clears throat> ha having that experience and being able to be a part of these student athletes lives, is that just is that bigger than to you than? the coaching and the winning obviously yeah. winning is a big deal but like being a part of these athletes lives and shaping young student athletes to be you know pr good people in the workforce and be good adults I mean what what does that feel like and just getting the win from that yeah I mean some things are bigger than sports and that's that's one of them so with the southeastern and Grandview softball uh, right oh yeah. yeah 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 um and I'm an emotional guy like it's it's getting me right now but we talked about it with, oh yeah even with when when Coach Rutt won his playoff game, oh, and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Like, that's what I want to see. People do well. People do do good by themselves by doing something that they love. You know right. what I mean? So, so I'm never gonna fault a kid. It's 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 cool. We go over to practice and uh, we have the we have the soccer field from three thirty to five thirty, and almost every single day there's some kids out there playing soccer and they're bettering themselves. And some of my girls are like. Coach, aren't we supposed to have the whole field? And I'm like, yeah, but we don't need the whole field. And yeah. like, well, we're supposed to. I said, I'm never going to be upset with a kid who's trying to do extra work Absolutely. to make himself better for his team. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's it's bigger than sports when it comes that's to right. that. And, heck, I've been involved in, like, some of, the some of my older athletes. I'm one of the first people that they send a text to when they have a baby. Awesome. Or when they get married, you know, it's, right. so which which to me that's more than anything. Yeah, and I, I've had number of coaches on, and we've talked about s similar things, and I can always tell when I know a coach is it. Mo I'm not gonna say all the time, but most time I can be able to tell whether a coach is in it for winning or in it for, for the athletes. There's no doubt you, you're on the la latter side of that, and I really appreciate that, and I'm sure your girls do too. Uh, Co Coach, I just want, want to ask you just a couple more things. Mm -hmm. With broadcasting, you know, there's really 
four sports that I've done majority for of uh, the two with you: volleyball, basketball, mm-hmm. and then softball, baseball. I wanted you to rank those four for me. Like, what, what do you think <laughs> I'm best at versus the one you think I need a little need a little tune up on? Uh, well, I would tell you, I, I heard you do your very first ever baseball broadcast. We've come a long and way. And I thought, me. man, this kid does not have it. And <laughs> and you know what? You uh, you you worked your butt off, and I think. I think you're very smooth with baseball, very, very smooth with baseball. Um, and and the thing is, it's because I think you enjoy baseball. Yeah. Like, you know, no, I mean, as, a, as just a fan, right. you probably yes. enjoy baseball, maybe a little bit more than volleyball. You understand baseball probably a little bit more yeah, absolutely. than volleyball. I think, I think on the basketball side of things, I think you're great with basketball, too. You, you, you add so many things because you have this, this platform here with Suncast that you're able to get more things and that's one thing like I, I went to school for communications and broadcasting so I'm very comfortable uh, on the microphone and doing the play-by-play and stuff like that and you've gotten to where you're very comfortable doing it too and I think this is something that you're gonna take off on I, I think volleyball might be probably your worst one yeah no, that's just, fair, yeah. and I think it's and it's it's mine too because I just don't know enough about volleyball exactly. you know what I mean I've learned through the through the years about volleyball now I can I can sit there and tell you what's happening on, on the court but you know there's certain nuances like the slide and different things like that that we don't grasp as much I, I still don't understand the whole libero thing and when they can go in and when they can't go in and, uh, yeah, and all this either. and all I just know is now they're on the floor uh, but I, I think that what you've done from day one when you did this and now you've you're taking off and building all these platforms and you're making yourself a career. I've under I understand you've got something lined up for the summer with a with a baseball team and yes, sir. I mean that's fantastic for you. Uh, and th- I mean I think sky's the limit for you when it comes to stuff like this. And I think you're doing you're doing a great job. I really appreciate it, Coach. Uh, I was I was, I, was I had a figured I kind of figured you could say baseball one, volleyball four, but that's what I was wanting to uh, uh, hear that from you. I didn't hear you do ours the other day, but I was told by our former SID that you and Chris were fantastic. Yeah, and so. it was new for us. I did one game last year, and it was his first game. It was both of us just kind of dipping our feet into the water. But I think I think him, him and I are going, going to do a good yeah, job. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's just it's different, right? That the flag football game is different. Like you mm. can talk about powder puff that you saw. It's a different game. Oh no, yeah, like and it's n- yeah, we, not even the same. We yeah. talked with Noah, the other GA over in the SID department, and I said, "What'd you think of the game?" He goes, "Man, it's fun." <laughs> and it, it really is. is. It yeah, is no, 100%. it really is. It's fun. Like, it's a fun sport. Yeah. But uh, coach, I got I got one more question for you. Re- right. Really appreciate this. Uh, you know, just uh, really, really a long time coming to, to say, say the least. You know, you're my guy. Really appreciate you, coach. What does Weber International mean to you, and what does it mean for you to bleed green? I love Weber, man. I, I it's it's a family atmosphere. Uh, the, all the coaches are are fantastic with each other. That's what I like to see. We had that at Virginia Tech, where where and that's a big school. Where I mean, I could sit down with with Coach Beamer when I was there and talk to him and just go have lunch or whatever. Um, we have that here. Uh, Coach Simpson, uh, Brad Niedeheimer, the, the uh, athletic director, has been absolutely fantastic for the athletic department. Uh, we're bringing in coaches that care about Weber, care about these kids, and, and want to do right by them. So uh, the sky's the limit. We just need to probably – I wish there were some changes, obviously, for, for some things with – finances and, and yeah. different things, but that's not for me to do. I'm here to to, uh, to coach women's flag football and do SID stuff and make sure that, that uh, we're putting all of these athletes in the proper light and uh, 
giving them an opportunity to become better adults. Absolutely. Well, Coach Jeff Molesky, uh, the Coach <laughs> Jeff Molesky, well, shout out to, to our good friend Chris guys, there. You guys do that to me all the time. They're going to make a, a little game on that broadcast. It's going to not be good for y'all. But anyway, uh, well, I appreciate you guys too, everything you're doing. Yes, sir. Coach, really appreciate it. If you have anything else, Mike's all yours. If not, we're good to go, man. All right. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. That's good for me. Appreciate you, Coach.